0: You're listening to Trot the Egging, hosted by John Hetherington, working with Witness Ruby Union Football Club, sponsored by Boydells. So the end of school is upon us, mate. Yeah. What are your options leaving school and with you playing for Saints at that early age? are the clubs knocking on the door to try and sign you up?
1: Um so when obviously leaving school was I was still on scholarship at um at Saints at the time. Yeah. So um still playing service area games and obviously for for blackbrook um but then it was it was sort of strange really, because most of the lads who were getting signed were sort of local lads to each local club, so obviously Wigan lads were signing for Wigan Saint yeah. lads were signing for saints witness for witness and but then obviously getting a bit older, you sort of you could attract interest from from other clubs so um there was sort of, when we was training at Saints there was a couple of lads who they'd come in from Wigan a couple from Warrington uh, obviously Tom Tommy Makinson had come from from Wigan where he was um, right. then there was a couple of lads who sort of left and they went to other clubs uh, a couple of my mates went to Salford yeah um, but I, I sort of stayed at Saints at the time and just just carried on training, and um, then I got to. I was about sixteen, and most of the lads had sort of signed by then. So, um, I, I ended up having a meeting with with. Um, it was Rushy at the time at Saint Mike Rush. He's obviously the yeah. CEO now, and um, they just said that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna offer me a, a contract because they thought I was too small. Uh, the not... Yeah, so yeah. obviously, at the time I sort of took that as as gospel sort of thing. But then when you look back at it, you know, I'd ra- I'd rather just been told like, listen, we we don't think you're gonna make the grade, or we don't think you're good enough, or we're not signing you because you've got this 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 and this to work on. But yeah, I sort of got released from Saints on the understanding that I was too small, and then they signed an halfback who was. Twice as small as me, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. That was that was pretty pretty hard to take at the time. So obviously I yeah. grew up a Saints fan, and I was a season ticket holder at Saints growing up and stuff. So yeah. obviously being from Saint Helens, I wanted to do was play for Saints when I was a kid. So that was sort edge, of mate, yeah. That was sort of a bit of a a bit of a t- sort of turning point for me, really, because I was I was on the verge of just giving rugby up because. You know, I've I thought at the time that with everyone else getting signed, I, f- I thought, well, that's my opportunity gone sort of thing and Yeah. I don't want to be playing under eighteens and an open edge, you know, obviously no no disrespect to the people who do that. Like I think yeah. it's good that they do, but it just wouldn't have been for me, so That's fair enough. Um, but then uh, I got a I was I was at my mum's one day and I got a letter through the post addressed to to my mum's house and it was just it was from Riverside College, and that was when Phil obviously asked me if I was interested in going to be on this rugby academy that was that he'd formed, and yeah. um, Phil was one of the selectors, funnily enough, on the regional camps. Okay. At the time, and um, my mum sort of persuaded me to to give it a go before giving up, and I went there, and then obviously from there, I've, within the space of six months, I was in the in the picture at the first team at Witness, so...
0: Yeah, so did you have no representation made? literally just old school, letter through the past, and yeah. you took your opportunity, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty much how it worked. I was... Brilliant. I was a bit thingy. I was a bit, um... Obviously, I'd just I'd just left school, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And yeah.
0: Which there's nothing wrong with,
1: is there? No, I was... Yeah. And, um... Yeah, just got... It was sort of... It was quite random, really, how it happened, and... But, um... My mum's. My mum always says she's a big believer that if things happen for a reason, and yeah, I am so myself. yeah, and yeah. I went down and gave the college a go. I enjoyed the college and met some met some really good mates there, and ended like I said. I ended up within the space of six months. I was I'd gone from training at the rugby academy to be training in the first team at Widnes.
0: So it was pretty pretty was quick. Pretty, then. pretty quick, yeah. Yeah. So I was it for a lad out of town coming in because really I think. I can speak for most with Nieces and now you know, you virtually adopted, aren't you?
1: Yeah. You are
0: one of us, aren't you, really? Yeah. Yeah. So how was it first of all? And again, it's like you said, rugby's rugby. A lot of us have come from a similar background, got similar beginnings, mate, haven't we? So was that the same at this academy or?
1: Um Yeah, but it was in a way. There was there was a couple of lads from who'd who'd been released from from St Helens at the time, right. who were invited there. So I sort of knew a couple of the lads who who were going to be going as well, and um th- which obviously that that made it easier yeah uh, but yeah, like I said, it's just a case of getting over the initial sort of fear of speaking to new people and meeting new people. I think once you get that out of the way you know within the space of an hour, you sort of away, on friendly yeah. to ter- yeah you're sort of on yeah. friendly terms with new people, and then obviously, as the year and the months roll on, sort of thing you. You just get more familiar with them and more comfortable. So
0: yeah, you know. and while we're on like speaking to new people and that, mate. Sorry, before the yeah. two you're off about other stuff. Really you nice. pretty, you pretty much tend to be you and Jack tend to be people that are called upon for these like fans forums and that. And that is, yeah. And you just tend to get a microphone, putting your on whether you want it or not. It tends to happen. So yeah. it's that something you've got used to, mate, and you're more than comfortable doing that or is it something you've had to grow into and you've had to learn that side of the game because it comes with it, unfortunately, doesn't it?
1: Um, Yeah, probably, it was, yeah, I I don't really know, to be honest with you. I just, obviously, I can't speak for Jack, but any time people want to ask me about something, I'll just, I try and be as as honest as I can, sort of thing, and um, sometimes I, I do say the wrong thing and, probably don't think before I speak but you know, I'm I'm just one of them people who'll just No, it's real, isn't it? It's not yeah, wrong. I'll it's say real what, yeah. I'll say what I think and I'd rather somebody not like how I am than somebody like who I am but not not be real sort of thing. Yeah, I guess um, that
0: mate, that's good.
1: But yeah, with regards yeah. to obviously getting getting on stage and speaking at forums and stuff, I, I sort of enjoy that that side of thing. I just think that just relating to to people and you know, some sometimes like which is quite frustrating for me you know like I I don't get me wrong I love I love witness fans and stuff but sometimes yeah. they don't see obviously stuff what goes on through the week sort of personal wise they just see you no. turn out on a sunday afternoon and that's how you're judged but yeah um you know they they obviously they don't see what what lads go through when they have surgeries and that that's that's just obviously rugby fans in general not just yeah yeah
0: yeah Fickle, aren't we
1: yeah so you yeah. sort of I like I like to sort of be real and obviously get get things like that across and just you know just make make people think of it a bit little bit differently obviously yeah. before saying stuff to people or about people.
0: Yeah, and it's nice to I know it's not just you two. You two tend to be the ones we see a lot more of. But you yeah. are bridging that gap between it just being a club and actually being a town club. Yeah, you are keeping that link alive, and there's nothing wrong with telling the truth, mate. If people don't like it, don't listen to you, innit? it. Yeah. So, but no, sorry, sorry to go off topic a little bit there, mate, but how were the early days at Witness then and signing you, went. so was you training first team before you'd signed like a fully pro deal? Yeah,
1: so I was, so I was, what was I doing now? Yeah, so basically I went to train with the academy at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was, I was training with them for, it was probably a couple of months, uh, and I was literally just training, like work getting paid or nothing. I was just training. Okay. Thing, obviously, games came around, and I was I was on sort of a, a little bit of a pay as you play, thing. Yeah. Uh, no contract money, and then. Um. Yeah, I I I got a, I'll never forget. I was in the I was in the canteen at Crompton College having me dinner. With a couple of couple of the lads who was on the rugby course with, and yeah. uh, I got a phone call off Stu Wilkinson, who was he was one of the coaches at Witness at the time, and yeah. he just said to me, um, "How do you feel about coming training with the first team tonight?" So obviously I was I was shocked, but over the moon as well. So, um, yeah, I went down training with the first team, and I was sort of I was on a a contract then, but it was a very very basic one, and. Okay. Um, and yeah, made Yeah, so I trained a couple of times with the first team, and then we had a team run at Wilmere Lane before we was due to play Whitehaven away on a Friday night. Yeah. And um, Stu came came to me after the session and said to me, "I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the bench tomorrow." And I just, like I say it, I didn't expect it at all. Yeah. So obviously, I'd only been training for such a short period of time, and there was. A lot of lads in the squad who were more senior than me and had played a lot more games than me, and he put me in ahead of him on the bench. So that was that was the start of me my career at Widnes then. So
0: right, mate, and I've said to so, a few guests that we've had on. I'm quite sentimental, so would yeah. you have? I had to kept that first jersey or oh, don't, the don't oh, I've
1: am not uh, I'm yeah. that type of person to be fair. Right. My mum's my mum's a weirdo with stuff like that. She keeps <laughs> Honestly, mate, my mum's yeah. got cutouts from the newspaper when I was playing for Blackbrook Under Sevens. Oh, yeah. How many tries I scored, and Brilliant. yeah, she's she's mad.
0: Yeah, so. I was, even though, like you said, you were only training a few times and the contract was minimal, don't have to talk numbers, mate, because it's no one's business to be quite honest. But how does that signing that first deal happen? Is it do you go down with your mum?
1: Yes. Yeah, so there's a um, there's a picture. I'll I'll try and find it. There's a picture of me signing my first contract. I was in the box at um, in the stadium, and there's a picture of obviously me signing my contract, stood with me mum d and um Dennis. That was when yeah. Dennis had just got announced as the the um the new coach. Um that was that was um photographed. I've still got the picture of it somewhere. I'll, yeah. I'll try and dig it out.
0: Sends a bees from Weekly News.
1: It I think it was in the paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah that was that was sort of me my, my first professional deal that I'd signed. And then yeah. Obviously, I've been I've been there ever since. Can't get rid yeah, of me. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want rid mate. So I'll I'll that first year how Do you remember much about the debut before we kick on? Um.
1: Yeah. Just I remember being proper nervous because it's a long journey as well. And yeah, thinking time. Yeah, I think the the longer I had to think about it, the more nervous I was getting. But yeah, uh, like I said, there was the likes of Jim Gannon, leader and you know, Anthony Thackeray was on there and yeah. just people making me sort of chill out and relax and as soon as, it's, it's like anything, as soon as you get into it then you don't really think about it, I only got, I think I played about 12, 13 minutes, I came on the bench at full back when we were 40 points up but, right, um, kicked Did you get couple, an early touch? Yeah, I got an early yeah. touch, kicked a couple of goals and you know, oh, it, was a, it was a nice debut, we came away with a nice win and
0: yeah.
1: I came off with a clean kit, so
0: yeah. And a few beers waiting on the bus, I've <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does how does that season go on? But before we kick on, are you nervous even now before a game?
1: No, so no. I'm one of them. I've, I probably shouldn't be, to be honest, because not everyone's like me. But I'm one of them. I'll I'll have a mess about until five minutes before I go to warm up. Like I'm, right. I just I think if I sit and sort of think about a game too much it'll just it'll send me mad so yeah. I just sort of block it out until I really need to sort of switch on and you know some people haven't got got a switch where they can sort of flick it on and off and you're sort of in, a, in the zone ready to play or Yeah. you know some people are more serious but I'm one of them I just I do my own thing until until I really have to sort switch of switch on. on to go out and warm up yeah fair
0: enough mate how does that first year go
1: well, so the two thousand and ten, I'd play. I think I played three or four games, and it was sort of the back end of the year. Yeah. Um, I play. I, th- I think, from what I can remember, we played Sheffield in the playoffs, and we got knocked out. At, we played them at Bramall Lane. Right. Um, so I only played a couple of games that year, and then the year after, I got the number one shirt. Yeah. Um. But then sort of that that was a pretty bad year. I. I'd never, never struggled with an injury and in that before. I'd never, never broke a bone or done anything. And I think it was a couple of games into the season that year, I would dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. So. No to...
0: injuries at all, just from a pretty big, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it was a big one, and uh, they, they struggled to get it back in at the time. And obviously, realizing that I was going to be out for four or five months, obviously I needed surgery. I'd never never been injured, never mind, had surgery, so yeah. that was quite a, quite a difficult year, you know, because I felt like I'd been rewarded for, obviously, working hard and stuff with the number one shirt, and I was out for three quarters of the season, which was obviously unfortunate, but it's just part of rugby, so.
0: It is, mate, so how how supportive is a rugby league club through that period?
1: To be fair, I, I can't I can't fault with myself, like I had I've had nine operations now, and yeah witness of they've they've sorted all of them for me and they've you know they've been really on the ball with it you know as soon as soon as something needs doing it's been sorted so i can't i can't fault, fault yeah, the enough, how they've eh? looked after me and you know they've there's probably been times where i've probably not deserved to to renew my contract sort of thing for for injury or other things but you know they've they've stuck by me and that's that's why I've wanted to do the same with, with the club as well
0: that's fair enough mate so what happens after that injury then so is is it are you basically ready for another pre-season to kick on in 2012 maybe
1: Um yeah so I had me my first surgery I had to go to Wales I had it done in Wales Um so my mum had to drive me down <laughs> I had the surgery and then I was sort of in a sling for probably about three or four weeks and I wasn't allowed to sweat for the first two weeks or so the first two weeks was just doing nothing. And, right. Um, but obviously we, we were part-time at the time, so the the, um, the physio at the time, Jo, she worked at a, a a gym in Wigan as well, so I was getting my mum to drop me off at the gym in Wigan to do rehab okay. uh, when Jo was free. Um, so... Obviously the, the recovery took longer being part time as well and with it being my first injury I just wanted to be sort of careful coming back and yeah. It ended up taking about sixteen to eighteen weeks in the end to get back playing. So like I said, I missed a large large chunk of the season. Um but yeah, like it's just it is what it is. It's part of rugby yeah. and obviously I've grew to learn that now. I've had I've had my first year of ops now, like so Yeah.
0: No, no, it's understandable, mate. And like I said, from an early age, it sounds like you had an all dead on young shoulders. So in in twenty thirteen, mate, when the dual reg system's out, is it Workington you go to?
1: Yeah, we was at Workington. Yeah.
0: yeah. How does that make a young lad feel after that type of injury that you maybe thought you were finding your feet and you you being dual regged out? Do you is it more of it's an opportunity to show him I can still do it, or do you feel like maybe it's I've got no,
1: that I guess. Yeah, I sort of felt back to square one to be honest. Uh, right. We you know, by then we we were obviously promoted to Super League and we'd signed a lot of a lot of new players and you know, more experienced players who they were playing ahead of me at the time and yeah. you know, obviously I, I enjoyed playing at Workington. there's some some cracking people there but my aims to play for Widnes not Workington. so. Yeah. Um I think it was it was difficult to sort of in my own mind I was thinking that I should be playing over some people but obviously the coach at the time didn't see that and that that was frustrating for me and looking back like I said I I say things before I think sometimes and it gets me in trouble and I probably didn't have the best attitude towards training sometimes and stuff and I'll be the first to admit that and I've not helped myself and that but um no if I if I could go back to then I know that I'd I'd train a lot harder. I'd apply myself better, and you know, make sure I didn't give the coach any reason not to pick me. I think it was sort of um, self-inflicted mainly, so I've only got yeah. myself to blame for that.
0: But you—you you were still a young lad then, mate, and you're yeah, still learning what I sports was. about, are
1: you? Yeah, I yeah. was. But yeah, everything's in hindsight, and obviously, like I said, if, if I could go back and redo it, I'd. I'd. Um, I'd train the house down and obviously get myself in the best condition I could and give the coach no reason not to pit me. I'd, I'd yeah. make it impossible for him not to pit me, so Right,
0: mate. So did you come back for a year?
1: Uh yeah, so I played yeah. I think I played three games at Workington, two at Whitehaven, and then I went on loan to Halifax.
0: Right, so that's all like consecutive seasons, isn't it? So yeah. was was a little more suitable for you if you weren't going to be playing yeah, it with think, this?
1: Yeah, so the...
0: Rather than a Geo-Reds light. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think um the thing with dual reds so the, fir- the first game I played for Workington, we played on a Thursday night on telly against Keefley away. Right. And I'd never even met any of the lads. I literally turned up to Keefley on the night yeah, and played... Didn't know any of the calls, didn't know no moves, didn't know none of the players. I just turned up, put get on and played, which was, that's that's obviously going to be hard for anyone. So, yeah. uh, but with with the loan, I went to Halifax for five games. Uh, so it was, it was a month's loan. And then obviously after the month's loan, it went week to week. And obviously, yeah. witness could call me back whenever they wanted to. So I think with going to Halifax, I was training twice a week. And then obviously turning up to games, so I sort of got to know the coaching staff. I I still speak to the board members at Halifax, and yeah. I've got a really good relationship with them. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed my time at Halifax, and I think they're a great club. Like so, yeah. but alone, alone's uh, miles better than than the dual reg.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. I think if you have said that, so what? was the other opportunities were? Have have you asked for a release? with you not gonna play for us, or have, have witnessed half hinted it yeah, letting think, you go?
1: Yeah, so I had um two thousand and sixteen. I went on. I did a season long loan at Featherstone. Feather, Yeah. Um. I'd basically I'd I'd got called in to have a meeting with Jimmy at the time and um. I basically walked in and he said we've agreed a loan at Featherstone so I was sort of like right okay and then I got back to him and I was like well I don't I don't really want to go I want to train pre-season here and get myself in the team and he was sort of reluctant to let me train so I just thought Do you know what I'm I'm going to go and um obviously I went to Fev for the year but I think after that I I had a decent year at Fev. I'd, i got the one shirt at Fev, we'd made the top four, we were in the middle eights and um I'd scored quite a few tries. I was playing well and I went back to to witness the year at two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. And um I won't, I won't go into detail but I Yeah. I was pretty much um I was embarrassed in front of all the lads by the coach and You uh, was? Yeah. Okay. Um I won't go into the yeah, yeah, detail of that. it, but yeah. That just shocks me though. Yes, but it if anything, it just it it put some up me and I just thought, Do you know what, I'm gonna prove you wrong this year.
0: Yeah.
1: And um I'd I i did not even get a squad number in two thousand seventeen. I was that out of favour and right. um it got to it got to the point where they picked up a couple of injuries and um they put me in the team and I ended up I ended up playing 23 24 games in 2017 and I got to the last game of the season we played Catalan away we had to beat we had to beat Catalan otherwise we would been a million pound game yeah um we'd never we'd never gone over to France and won. every time we went over we'd got pumped yeah and we went off with a young pretty young team like Danny Walker was playing JJ Matty yeah um we went over, nobody expected us to win, and we won. And I played, I played fullback, and you know, obviously, without being big-headed, I played, I played really well. You did, um, and then I got in the change rooms after the game, and coach came over to me and apologized to me and said that he was wrong about me, and I just, it was just then, I thought, that's it, I proved you wrong, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you
0: justified me,
1: weren't you? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, did the senior member stand up for you at, at that moment of?
1: Yeah, were, yeah, yeah, like yeah, they did. yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, good. Um, you know, there, there was, to be fair, at the, at the time there was a lot of good lads there. Uh, yeah. And yeah, what well, I wore old grudges and that, but it's something I'll, I'll never forget. That just, just I sort imagine, of feeling, yeah. feeling belittled in front of people and wasn't nice. And but obviously at the end of it, it was, it was sort of nice to, to prove people wrong. Yeah.
0: Just a quick reminder that Boydell Sports are our sponsors here at Trot the Egging. So if you go down to their flagship store in West Bank and quote Trot the Egging, you'll get a free stud and a 1% discount. You've been listening to Trot the Egging. Thanks to our sponsors, Boydell Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Trot the Egging and Instagram at Trot underscore the underscore egg underscore in.